I think the number one reason why people aren't able to like launch their thing or have a successful side hustle or really even scale their business the way that they need to is because they really struggle to know what is my niche. And people think that niche is their industry. Well, like I'm in fitness. That's my niche. No, 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 no. That That's a that's an industry. Even if you were to say I'm a personal trainer, well, that's a subcategory of an industry. But your niche is something very specific. It is specifically what you do within that category, within that industry that is unique and nuanced to you. And people are so afraid to do this because they think if I niche down too much, well, then aren't I going to exclude certain customers? I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, you need to niche down. And if you know that too, but you've struggled with it, I want to invite you to do a workshop style training that myself and Brock have created that literally walks you through the questions you need to ask yourself And we give you enough time to answer those questions so you can fully understand, like really drill it down and get really clear about your niche, who it is you serve, how it is you're different, what makes you unique. This is what's going to take your business, your side hustle, whatever it is to the next level. This workshop is free and it shouldn't be because it's one of the most valuable things that you can walk through. It's one of the most valuable things you can identify. You can attend this training for free right now by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash niche, N-I-C-H-E. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. And do yourself a favor when you're watching this, make sure you have a pen and a piece of paper and no distractions because this is a next level training. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. What's up? Hey, welcome to this edition of The Shaleen Show. Happy Friday. Listen, we have some things, a few snags, challenges, things to figure out over here at the Johnsons. You know, we are traveling for the next eight months. We're a couple weeks into it, and there's some snags. There's some things we have to figure out. So hopefully you'll have some good ideas, or or maybe this will just be a great place for me to vent, and in the process I'll figure some things out. I'm just really... We? What do you mean we? You said, I'll figure some things out about our travel. I didn't know I was introducing you on the show. Well, I'm here. I'm in the car driving. I have a feeling you're going to be getting more Brett than you bargained for. Hey, put your seatbelt on because we're in Park City and the roads are not the best condition and I want you to be safe. Let's do this. Okay, so I've recorded a few snippets that I'll put in here where I answered throughout the week. One was about food and I think another one was about working out but anyways so right now we left our house and we went to Las Vegas just for one night we drove basically to Park City and here in Park City we got an amazing little it's a condo on Main Street right downtown it's modern it's cute love it love it we buy one if there was available and we only stayed well we stayed for eight days Right there, eight days. And then we decided to stay an additional two days because Brock and Taylor are looking at houses out here. So that was fun for us. So then we got another Airbnb with them. So we moved out of one Airbnb and then we found one that was dog friendly because they have two big dogs. So we found a, what do you call it? A dog friendly Airbnb. And this was really interesting. It's with this company. I guess it's like the biggest vacation rental management company. In North America. Is it called VK or something? Yeah. I don't know the name of it. Brock knew it right away because he... It's very Airbnb. popular. He said they're the largest Airbnb long-term rental, short-term rental 
management management company. company in North America, and boy, do they have it dialed in. It's un- unbelievable. Like I cannot tell you how seamless the experience has been. Like they're so systematized. Like you text, "Hey, can I get the?" I didn't know at first that I was dealing with like you know a big conglomerate where they have people who the moment you call because you're having an issue 24 hours a day somebody picks up the phone and it's I think people you know working from home answering like telemarketers almost but they're not telemarketers just operators answering the phone and they just go into their computer system and so they have every piece of information the frequently asked questions like I called and said I can't seem to get on our wi-fi you know just want to confirm the password and she was like one moment please and then she's like yeah, and I'm like, that's the password, but it's not allowing me to log on. And she's like, we will have someone there to assist you as quickly as possible, Mrs. Johnson. I mean, amazing, right? And then right after that, I get a phone call like 20 minutes later that somebody's saying, we understand you're having difficulty with the Wi-Fi. This is so-and-so. Can I come over and help you? It was amazing. And then inside the unit, they just thought of everything. I mean, those of you on Patreon like got a lot of the inside experience when we went to France this summer. And one of the things I like complained about is like there were no mirrors in many of the places we went, especially once we got to Greece and in Italy, there were no full length mirrors. I'm like, how do you know what you look like before you walk out the door? Are you with me? Like you have to do a glance into a full length mirror. I do anyways. It's just a habit. And so every time I'm in an Airbnb, I'm like, can we not invest in a mirror? And like this one has full length mirrors in every bedroom. It has phone chargers and it wasn't like a really expensive place, but you can tell they've thought of like every single possible detail and convenience and comfort. And I always say like, if you have a guest bedroom in your home, you should sleep in it for one night. You should sleep in it for one night to just get a sense of like, is this a nice, convenient room to sleep in? Like, And take a shower. Yeah, that's true. Because remember when we were getting our bathroom remodeled, we I went into the other bathrooms and showered and we like realized like, wait a second, the one that Brock and Taylor always stay in, it's like a drip. Like the water doesn't, the water pressure is horrible. And we like asked them, they're like, yeah, we just never said anything. And people won't. Yeah, that's true. So we're in that place for two nights and... We were just like, gosh, we, we brought way, way, way too much stuff because of the way we had to pack kind of last minute. I'll be right back. Okay. Brett's going to run to the grocery store. Now we can talk about them. So we were living, you know, we unpacked everything when we were there for eight days, which I really like to do. I really like to nest. I really like to feel like it's home. I love knowing the places where we're going. I, I love knowing, like, where the restaurants are. I like feeling a little bit grounded and so now we're in this place for two days and i'm living out of our suitcases because i'm like we're not gonna pack everything for two days right and so we're gonna leave i think tomorrow yeah and we're going to vegas and we're spend one night in vegas just because we're driving and then we'll be back in orange county then in orange county we don't have a house because we leased our house and i was like looking at other airbnbs in orange county and i'm like god these are garbage man they got a smoking deal on our house because these Airbnbs, I'm like, these are garbage. A lot of them, not all of them. And I want to do an Airbnb because I want a kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of nice, especially because we're going to be there for, I think, like, I don't know, 10 days or something like that. So then I'm like, wait, Brock and Taylor are here and they've got like a really nice place in Dana Point. Let's just pay them. 
And they're like, oh no, you don't have to pay us. But like, literally, I'm like, then you guys can use, because they're here in an Airstream. And I'm sure they're getting kind of sick of it. It's pretty cold. <laughs> like one morning they woke up and it was like four degrees. Actually, they didn't wake up and it was four degrees. What, what, oh, they went back to, that's right. That's what it was. This morning when they went back to their Airstream to get stuff, the temperature inside the Airstream had dropped to four degrees. Now they heat it with propane, but still. I'm sure if we were paying them for renting their house, it's a win-win because their place is really nice. I know right where it's at. It's just all the things. Like, you know, some of this Airbnb stuff feels very sketchy. Are you with me? Okay, so here's the dilemma. Here's the dilemma. We're really excited about doing all this travel, but right now, it feels very disjointed. So I have to figure out a system. And part of the reason why it feels disjointed is because I personally have not mastered the art of packing for such conditions. I really haven't. And I got to get good at it. And I've watched all these YouTube videos, but it's not my girl. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they start with like packing, you know, all I pack is four t-shirts and my TiVos and my tennis shoes. I'm like, well, okay, we are not the same. (laughs) This is not going to work. I'm like, what about your makeup and your blow dryer? And you need a hot iron and flat iron and you need a heated brush. And then you also need a sewing kit and I need high heels and I need wedges and I need like all these things. So I've got to figure out how I can still be a high maintenance lady. Also maneuver through this scenario with a little bit more grace. Okay. I have so many things I brought to Park City. What was I thinking? Was I thinking I was going on date night, like every night or something? I've worn like two outfits. The rest of them, it's like, I forget about that. I really have this thing. Do you guys do this? When I travel, I have this fantasy that every night's going to be like a romantic dinner or a sexy night out and everyone's going to be super fashionable and I'm going to, I need my best outfits. We end up like not washing my hair, putting a baseball cap on and living in the same yoga tights that I was wearing earlier that day and a sweatshirt. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what am I thinking? So I need to really get realistic. And I think this was a really good trial because we're still in basically on the West Coast, right? This is, I need to figure my shit out before we do this in Europe. Big time. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. Don't you dare harass me and tell me that I should be flying with just a carry-on. I am not that person. Don't even try it. God bless you because you can do it. Good for you. I cannot. I don't want to. I don't want to live that way. But my thought is, and I mentioned this to Brett, and he's like, I like that idea. See, he really likes to hunker down. He loves familiarity. Like when we visit any place, in, even in Europe, we go to one restaurant, and the next night he's like, hey, you want to go back there? I'm like, no, dude, we have to try other things. He's like, oh, but it was so good. He loves familiarity. So anyways, I said to him, we're going to go to Europe twice in the next eight months. This is what we think so far. Okay. Right now we think we're going to go to Scotland, Ireland, and Paris, kind of like early spring. Doesn't that sound yummy? And then we're going to go to like more the South of France, the Amalfi coast, a couple of other places. I can't remember that we outlined. And we picked all these different like places we were going to go. But now where we're at, and I proposed this to him, I'm like, 
what do you think about instead of like doing a week here and a week there and five days here, what do you think about getting a place for like two weeks in one place so you can really get to know it and you can kind of move in? And he loved that idea. And he suggested that when we go to France, that we actually stay there in one spot for two months. This is kind of his idea. I really like this, okay? He's like, let's get a place in France where we can stay for two months, like in the south of France, like in, maybe in Nice or Cannes. And then it's just a hop, quick little flight if we wanted to go for like four days to the Amalfi Coast or we wanted to go anywhere over there, then it's just a short flight. And then we keep going back to a home base. I'm like, dude, I really like that. I mean, there's lots of places listed as Airbnbs in France, but it's a whole thing. Like it's, I'm so afraid of getting, I'm not just afraid of getting scammed. I'm also afraid that we're going to show up someplace. And this happens all the time. Like the place we're staying in right now that I told you was amazing. Yeah. Well, they have figured out the art of a wide angle lens (laughs) because from the pictures, I was like, this place is mammoth. I can't believe we're getting it for this price. It's ginormous. And then we get in there. I'm like, what in the heck? (laughs) They must have like gotten on the floor with the widest angle you could ever possibly imagine. Like the couch in the photo looks like you could fit 12 people on it. And literally only two people could sit comfortably. (laughs) Like, okay. You know what I mean? And then like, for example, one of the places I was looking at, it just looked amazing. I'm like, oh my God, this place is unbelievable. It's so amazing, right? And then I started reading the reviews because then I looked and they had a really low score. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. So then I'm like, why does it have a low score? And I'm reading the reviews and people are like, these photos are so deceptive. None of this furniture is in there anymore. The place is totally run down. The faucets were broken. The handle on the toilet wouldn't work. And every single review was the same. And I'm like, oh man, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. All right. So then we could do a hotel. But again, I would only do that if I was there for a short stay. Because otherwise, I really, I want a kitchen. I want someplace where I can store things. Like right now, we're picking up groceries. So there's that. And then here's the other hiccup that we need to figure out. And that's monkey. So right now, Brett's mom has monkey and she's absolutely loving it. So that might be an option. Yeah. A couple other people have expressed interest in having her too. (laughs) True. She's a very popular lady. Because everybody who's coming over to our house, like, knows that it's like having... A cat. Yeah, she's like 13 and all she wants to do is sleep, you know? She's got like... Half her teeth. <laughs> but I feel like a heartless dog owner. Like, because she's so sweet and she's so lovable. But she doesn't do anything. You know what I mean? And it's like, I have to decide. Do we stay home because of the dog? I No, I'm not doing that. I'm not staying home because of a chihuahua. I'm not. And we wanted to take her with us. But so many people told us it's really stressful for a dog. Well, to we're not do. taking her to Europe. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. She's not going to Europe. But we had thought about that. You did. Oh, okay. That was a never entered my But I got enough messages from people that were like, "Ah, don't do it. You know, just let her be someplace stationary where she's happy because you're doing that for yourself. It's not for her. And you really, you really need to think of her. And I thought, oh, that's, that's a really nice way to put it. That's true. And that made me feel a little bit better about the decision to 
find her a foster home, not a foster home. You know what I mean? Like a temporary agency, not an agency. You know what I'm saying? You guys, she's loved. She's getting her meals. Yeah. She doesn't, it'd be awesome if your mom wanted to do that. We don't allow her like up on the couch when she's at the house and every place she goes and visits, she's like lays on the person's lap or on the couch immediately. So she's, She's, she's she's living her best life right now. She really sure. is. So, well, I mean, people love her. So we got to figure that out. But it just feels like there's like, you know, a few things we need to figure out. We also need to figure out our work, right? So that felt very disjointed this week. I feel really bad for my staff because I just feel like I dropped the ball on a bunch of things because again, like I don't have a place per se to podcast. I didn't have a set schedule. So that's, on us we have to figure that out can i intervene a little bit there sure because that's also where we're at what's that mean because we're in snow so we're snowboarding and that's different than like being in florida where like you can run back to the apartment yeah we don't have four hours on the slope yeah you know or like you you know really bad reception and it's really cold it just it's weird okay here's another thing about park city i don't know if i want to live here i mean i like it a lot but i'm not as cute here do you understand what I'm saying? You're real cute, but I know I know what you're saying. Like you're just like like I can't even get in my nail appointment. Like, yes, and yes. I, you know. I, I my nails are broken off, all janky. My like I was just, I was gonna suggest since we're driving tomorrow to Las Vegas. Yeah. Like we just like first thing we do in the morning is we get an appointment. Like. Wow, it's that big of a deal to you, huh? No, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like we don't we we're not he loves we're nails. not Vegas people, so. We would much rather be going to like a nail salon and trust me, like my feet are killing me from Oh, okay. And I could do a pedicure and okay. you get your nails done. That sounds like Just fun. don't be that guy at the salon who takes off his shirt for a back rub. Please don't be that guy. I'm not that guy. God, it's so annoying. And the other thing about Park City is lighting is horrible. Like you can't see shit. Like, Watch out for this guy. I know, I know. Just I'm here to help, honey. You know, when you're driving, I'm, I'm right here in the passenger seat with my emergency brake on the floor, but I'm not feeling cute. Okay. So there's that. Like my nails are all broken. My roots are grown out. Like I got to get back to my girl and it's so dry, you know, cause you've got the heat on and it's cold. It's so dry. My skin is like an alligator and that dryness makes my eyes super red and it makes my skin red right? And kind of splotchy. So are you picturing her? Are you picturing her with her broken nails bundled up? I look like a boy because I wear so many layers and I've got black roots, broken nails, bloodshot eyes. I'm not feeling very cute. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I think if I lived here, I could figure it out. But like right now, and I've gone to like a bunch of places to see if they do gel X nails. I'm not going to get into the whole nail thing again. Like that's a whole saga, but like I went to a bunch of different nail places here and I'm like, do you do gel nail extensions? They're like, we do gel, we do gel. I'm like, no, 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 it's different. Gel extend. They're like, no, no, it's better. We do acrylic. I'm like, no, it's not better. (laughs) And I'm not going to do it myself, but I have considered. And okay, listen again, I'm just going to warn if you're a new listener and you're about to tell me, why don't you just go all natural? No, Absolutely not. That's, I'm not her. I need long, long, high maintenance nails. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts. But I have watched a few YouTube videos of people who use like really nice press-ons and they last for like two weeks. Just tell me we're not going back to the days of you doing them yourselves with like, (sighs) with the kit. 
I did try to learn to do them myself during COVID. And yeah, they looked amazing, but they would pop off. <laughs> I think I wasn't properly dehydrating my nail bed. Anywho, I know some nail tech right now is listening to this and is thinking to themselves, do not do the whole press on thing. It's so bad for your nail bed, etc. So I've been going back to doing my nighttime routine of drinking a hot beverage. So I always drink a hot beverage from Organifi. There's a bunch of them. I personally love the Organifi gold chocolate. But in fact, I just had some before I started recording this because I wanted my throat to feel lubricated, but I, it also helps me to sleep. So I'm doing that during the wintertime. And sometimes during the summer, I just was doing a cold drink. But during the winter months, I feel like I need something really warm. As you know, I pretty much live on the Organifi powders in my water during the day. And that's one of my 2023 goals is to really increase my water intake. You know, I'm not using three water bottles anymore. I'm using one big giant water bottle. And I'm telling you the three water bottles was a better system for me. But anyways, that's a whole nother story. And I personally mix the Organifi Pure and the Organifi Immunity. I'm the only person in my family who mixes them both. Brett and Sierra both do the immunity. Everybody does immunity. So the immunity in my house is in high demand. Anyways, I mix those with my water during the day. And at night now I'm doing this warm Organifi drink. And as always with Organifi, they give listeners of The Shaleen Show 20% off because I know I'm in love with it. It's amazing. And I know you guys are too. Like people comment about it inside the pod squad. And I love that, you guys. It's huge for us. Like, I don't know if it's placebo effect, but if for whatever reason we run out of immunity, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling sick. Something's going on. I'm getting a cold. <laughs> it's just, it's that much a part of our everyday routine. And it has been now for several years. So Organifi is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. I'm going to spell it again, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And it's code Shaleen that gets you 20% off. Organifi.com slash Shaleen for 20% off. But here's what I've been doing with my Organifi gold chocolate at night is I've been adding honey to it. Yes, I know. Instead of stevia, honey. But not just any honey, not like the honey you get at like Vaughn's or Ralph's. No, dude, I have found this honey from New Zealand that is insane. I know that sounds crazy, but it comes from this super small little island where all the bees feed off of the certain type of nectar of the Manuka tea tree. And because of that, this honey is like is loaded with antioxidants and probiotics. I'm like, okay, if I can sweeten my beverage with something that also improves my immune system, why wouldn't I? And let me just tell you, you have not tried honey before. You've never had honey. You think you've had honey. You have never tried honey until you try this stuff, you guys. So I reached out to the company and guess what? I asked if there was anything they could do to help, you know, incentivize you to try this stuff because I know you've got honey available in your grocery store, but you guys have got to try this stuff. And they said, sure, you know, we'll give you a code. And when people use that code, we will give them a free pack of honey sticks. And these little sticks are great because then you don't have to travel around with a big bottle of honey. You can just take these little sticks and squeeze them straight into your beverage or your food or whatever. And you get yours by going to manacora.com. I'm going to spell it M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A, okay? Manacora, M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A.com. Go to forward slash Chalene and you're going to get $15 worth of these free packs of honey sticks. The packaging of this brand is 
I mean, it's so beautiful. It is so exquisite. You feel like you're opening up a jar of caviar. It's like an all black jar. It's just beautiful. So I put together like a package for one of my girlfriends who always does charcuterie boards because I'm like, she always puts honey on it. But like now she's going to elevate that. So I put together a little basket with like a cutting board and this honey. And it was just a very elegant, creative, different kind of gift. It just tastes totally different. You are going to say, Shalene, you're right. I'd never had tried honey until I tried this. Do not do the whole press on thing. It's so bad for your nail bed, etc. But here's my thing. Okay. For ladies who rock the fake nails, for those of you who do, I mean, once you go there for me anyways, I'm not going back. Like it's in my last will and testament. If I am not of sound mind, somebody is in charge of getting my roots done and my nails done. I don't care if I'm 83 years old. Okay. Get me a wig too, by the way. Don't let me be all thin hair, gray. No, please. You owe it to me to maintain my level of maintenance. Okay. Took a lot of work to put together this facade and I need it to be maintained even if I'm in a hospital bed. Okay. Thank you. And so my point is when people are like, oh, you know, it's really not good for your natural nail. I'm like, do I care? I mean, I haven't seen my natural nails since I was 17. It's not like I'm going back. You know what I'm saying? Although it is nice that they are stronger because of this gel X. Sometimes when your nails get really weak oh, and you break one, oh my God, you feel like you need to go to the ER. It is so painful. Like I've had that happen where they like break backwards. OMG. Never happens with gel X. Listen, and everyone's doing gel X now. So if you are a girl who does acrylics, find a salon by you that does gel X. Unbelievable. The shape is always the same. It's like perfection. You know, sometimes it's hit or miss with the shape. Uh-uh. Not when you do gel X and they have every different shape you could possibly imagine. Okay. Now I've turned this into a whole nail podcast again. We just finished five days of snowboarding five days. And Brett Johnson, he's not in the car, but he did pretty well. I was really happy because he was not going to do it last year because of his neuropathy, which is still there. I mean, his ankles and his feet, I think, but we just finished five days. My legs are dead and we worked out every single day. And I think that's part of the reason why Snowboarding was just like jumping right back on the bike, even though I haven't done it in a year and a half or two years or whatever it is, because I train like usually as winter starts approaching, I start thinking, okay, we're going to snowboard. I start training my adductors because we snowboard. So I train my adductors. I train explosive plyometric jumps. I do lots of squats, lots of traveling lunges. Those kinds of things really help for sports. And you know, I think so few people really understand why they should be exercising. And it's not just about like changing the shape of your body, which is nice. That's an extra added benefit. But like, I just listened to this podcast by Sean, the model health show. Great show. We've had him on our show plenty of times. And he interviewed this gal. I can't think of her name right now, but the whole podcast was about how our muscles really are an endocrine system meaning they secrete hormones. They help every function of our body to operate at an optimal level. But the muscle has to be contracted. It's not just that you have the muscle. You have to contract it. And when you do that, when you're strength training, you're, I mean, just the benefits are insane. 
just, I don't understand why people don't lift and then they think they need to do cardio, cardio, cardio. I just don't get it. Like it feels so good to lift. It feels so good to be strong. It feels so good to contract your muscles. It felt so good to be up on the mountain. And like, I wanted to wear a little like sign on my back that said, I'm 54. I'm 54. Like, because I'm ripping it with these young kids and I don't feel any more timid or less able or anything from when we first started, which we didn't learn to snowboard until we were like, I don't know, in our forties, but we'd skied all of our lives until then. But yeah, so Brett is definitely was doing great. He's not in the car, so I can say this. I noticed he wasn't his like normal self on the slopes. You know what I mean? Like he was much more cautious and that makes sense. Like, why wouldn't he be? He, he can't exactly feel the pressure in his heels. And that's a big part of snowboarding. So I totally get that. And I think he was just like, listen, you know, I'm dealing this one thing. I just don't want another injury. I get it. But the gym here in Park City, oh my gosh. So if anyone is listening and you're from Park City and you know the Silver Mountain Lodge Health Club, the people there, they get after it. Like it is hysterical. Like all gyms are great people watching. But in California, when you're at the gym, there's always those women who are like there to definitely find their next husband. There's always the three high school boys with the fluffy hair on top who have just started strength training. One of them knows what he's doing. The other two do not. And the one who knows what he's doing, like he like flexes in the mirror and it's always three boys. It's always three boys in high school. And then there's always the three girls from high school. No, it's usually two. Sorry. The girls are always in twos. So it's the two girls from high school and they're always wearing the gym shark. I'm describing a California gym for you right now. Then there's like the old guys who get on machines and they looks like they're having a seizure. They're like, <laughs> they do these like little teeny tiny weird movements. I'm like, is this like an age thing? Like you turn 65 and suddenly you start doing like bench presses with a two inch range of motion. What are they doing? What are you doing? Then there's like my dad who's on the treadmill with his jeans and his boots. I'm like, what are you doing? So, you know, there's always all these characters. And then there's just the people that just, all they do is walk around and talk. And then there's the people that get after it. And then there's like the muscle heads, you know what I mean? They have like big muscles on the top and their little skinny legs. And then they have the shirt cut out on the sides. You can see all their muscles and they make lots of noise and grunting, which I also feel like when they're doing that, this is just, let me know if this is just me, please. Comment in the pod squad or in on the Patreon app. When men do that, I feel like that's almost like a mating call. Like they're trying to tell you, this is the sound that I make in bed. And I'm like, ew. You know what I mean? If you heard them, you know the guy I'm talking about. With the sounds, you're like, okay, buddy, simmer down now. All right, calm it. Anyways, here at Park City, Everyone who's in the, there's not a lot of people, right? But everyone who's in there is doing some weird, very functional workout. Like today I was watching this guy, he was doing cartwheels up and down the turf. And then he was doing like all these body weight exercises. I'm like, okay, all of it looked good to me. He had a great body and and I'm just like, all right, go for it, cartwheels. But they were like kind of weird cartwheels. I don't know how to describe them. And then there's people here who, I don't know if they're training for their the Olympics or something, but like they just all totally get after it and they can be all ages. High schoolers here get after it. They work out one person at a time. They're not in groups. The older women get out. Like everyone here 
freaking gets after it. They might be doing something kind of weird, but I'm like, that is effective. Like, I'm not doing that, but like, it actually makes sense. Because sometimes you see people doing things in the gym. I understand biomechanics. I really understand biomechanics. So it bugs me when I see people doing stupid things that they're just not doing anything for them other than looking weird. But I love it when I see someone doing like a way I've never thought to use a machine. And I'm like, whoa, that makes sense. Oh, that's really good. You know what I mean? And then of course, a lot of you have asked about like, how do you eat healthy when you're traveling? Like, how do you maintain your weight? How do you continue to phase your diet? Let's say if you wanted to be keto, if you wanted to, whatever it was, increase your carbs or however it is you're eating, how do you maintain that when you're traveling? Because so many people are really freaked out about gaining weight or just losing control, I guess. Here's my response. All right, let's talk about food. This is one that I get asked all the time. And it probably has a lot to do with, you know, the type of people who follow me and, and you know, the same kind of people who listen to the show. You're interested in your health and well-being. But I also think this is like a female thing, especially if you're someone who survived the diet culture of the 90s you have been left with your scars and one of those scars is fear of food and my former self really resonates with the people who I get those questions from they'll be like what are you going to eat like how are you going to maintain while you're you know traveling how are you going to stay healthy and it's weird. Like, so Shaleen today, I hate talking about myself in third person. That's such a creepy thing to do. But like who I am today finds that comment so kind of sad. But if I think back on who I was, like, I get it because there was a time, especially when I was like really in the grips of orthorexia, that any trip, even overnight at a hotel would freak me out. If we were going on vacation with the family, I'd be like, how am I going to do this? And it's so weird because it's such a strange thing to think about. Okay. So let me go to my thoughts on it today. Well, anywhere you go in the world, you can get fish, you can get chicken, you can get salads, you can get greens, you can get vegetables, you can get, you know what I mean? You can get all the healthy things anywhere in the world. You can find a way to eat healthy, but it's different when you are, and so this might be a sign that you've got some, you know, work to do with regard to your food issues, because if that thought freaks you out, if, if, and if that thought freaks you out because you need to eat the same thing every day, that's why. Like there was a period of time when, you know, so, so that I could specifically control my weight, I was so afraid of gaining a pound. I ate exactly the same thing like every single day. And there were very specific things. It was like this this egg white thing that I used to get from Trader Joe's and these certain number of little soy crackers. And I was also addicted to Diet Coke then. And then it's just all these, I can't even remember all the foods, but the, the certain way I would make a breast of chicken and measure out a certain amount of rice. It was just so pathetic and exactly the same every single day. Now, I really did look forward to my food. I really did. But the thought of not being able to eat the same thing every day would really freak me out. I, th I think more so I thought I would like lose control or I don't know. It's just a real control thing, man. And so 
I get it now. And I used to pack food. I mean, just dumb process, like so much processed stuff. I would bring like sugar-free Jello. House. I mean, what, what a nothing dumb thing to eat. Seriously, it's just like, hey, would you like some wiggly chemicals? And I would have like protein shakes. So I bring all all these protein powders and more protein powders and protein bars and and these like I remember these little protein. I don't know what they were called. Like they were almost like a chip, and then these like little protein cinnamon rings. It was all just like processed protein powder in the form of like I don't know strange, bizarre things that made me feel like I knew what I was eating and I knew like that I was getting enough protein. But like I really, it really wasn't healthy and it really wasn't nutrition. And so now when we travel, first of all. You know, it was just the first time learning that the first, when we went to Europe, I ended up losing like four or five pounds and eating bread at almost every single meal. I had dessert probably three nights a week and I was just enjoying the food, but I wasn't going crazy. I was eating a normal amount and still super active. I didn't count my macros. I didn't count my calories. I didn't think about it. I just enjoyed myself and I told myself, and this is part of it is like mindset my mindset was, I'm not going to gain weight. I'm going to enjoy myself. And that's what I did. And your body really does believe what you tell it. We've been doing this whole mindset series on Mondays. And I think that's very true. Okay. So what do we do for food when we get here? So we do try to stay at a place that has a kitchenette or at least, I mean, a kitchen, if not a kitchenette, that's we try to do that as often as we can. Like the place we're staying here in Park City has a kitchen. It's a condo. By the way, if you ever go to Park City, it depends on your style. But a lot of the stuff here in Park City is very like rustic and cottagey and it just feels like it's trying to be really wintry. Does that make sense? Like so much wood and, and so much oak and so much stone and like, I don't know, bigs overstuffed brown leather couches. I just don't like that style at all. I don't. I still like modern or at least contemporary and chic and clean lines. And I think there's a way to do that in the snow too. So anyways, we always try to find a place that has a a kitchen. And then after we get settled, we do a little shopping and we just buy the same things that we eat at home. So it's not a big deal. And we try to do that. Otherwise, you do end up eating out for every meal or you skip meals, which isn't good because you're like, oh, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing here in this hotel room. And so let's either order room service, which is very expensive, or let's go out to a restaurant. And I think the more that you eat out, especially here in America, things can get sketchy. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, it comes with fries. Oh, well, if it comes with them, I guess we might as well eat them. You know what I mean? But I really still, I eat the same way that I eat at home. We still probably have sushi two nights a week. I try to do greens every single day. And for any reason, there was a day where I didn't get my greens and then I do a shake or not, I guess, yeah, you call it a shake. I'll do like spinach and blueberries and then a little bit of vanilla collagen powder and just so I can get in all my greens, you know, in a day. But yeah, my eating is pretty much the same. I just don't worry about it so much. And then the fitness, that's my favorite part. Brett and I, yeah, we, we, we're considering Park City as one of the places where we'll live for six months. You know, that's something we want to do. We want to maintain, keep our house in uh, California and then find another residence. And we're going to check out Miami. We're going to stay there, I think, for two or three weeks. We're going to the villages. Have you guys heard all the 
like TikToks and Instagram videos about the villages and the loofahs. Have you? Okay, so the villages is this ginormous, even you know this, right? Ginormous retirement community. My parents are the head of public relations for the villages, you would think. I mean, they're like, hello, Shalim. Guess what? I just found out that there are Zumba classes that you can do Zumba classes on roller skates. So here at the villages, like she, every day it's something new. Like, guess what? Shalene, I just found out here at the villages. Like she's, she really, I'm like, mom, no, we're way, way, way too young. Okay. Simmer down now. I'm 54. You only have to be 55. (laughs) Anyways. So the loofahs, you know about the loofahs, right? I'm not even going to say it. Just Google it. I'm going to leave you with that. Google loofahs meaning villages. Just see what comes up. All right. Speaking of muscle and working out, I love that so many of you guys have subscribed on Instagram to my, I've got a fitness subscription now. Yeah. So I just post my workouts and I give detailed instructions on how to do each exercise. And then I give you like this little cheat sheet where you can take a picture of it. And that way, after you've already watched all the workouts, you know what you need to do. They're all strength training, strength training and and the occasional hit workout. You can do them at the gym. I'd say probably 90% of them, maybe 85% of them you could just do from home. And yeah, so when you go to my Instagram page, it just says subscription, I think, on my Instagram page. And then once you subscribe, that's the other thing is once people subscribe, they're like, wait, how do I see the videos now? I'm like, then... Instagram has not done a great job with this. You click the icon of a crown and then that'll show you all the workouts. And I post like at least one a week. So four a month. Do a lot um, more than most people do. Yeah, I know. Actually, so far I'm averaging like two a week. So yeah, enjoy. I think you guys will love it. Hey, thanks for being here. I love you. I mean it. Talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shaleen Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shaleen Show. It's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com.